Croeso'i Just a Talking. Welcome to Just a Ticket, the bi-weekly Transport for Wales podcast. Today we're going to talk about our station improvement programme that we started back at the start of 2020. I'm pleased today to be joined by... I'm Catherine Sweeney, Senior Project Manager for Transport for Wales, working in the station projects team. And also... Yeah, thanks for having us on, James. So I'm Lou Curtis, uh, Project Manager uh, within the same team as Catherine, Station Projects at Transport for Wales. Great. Well, welcome both. You're both joining us remotely today on the podcast. Um, thanks for checking in. Catherine, before we start, can you just tell us a little bit about, about what, you, what you do in your job? Yeah, sure, James. Um, I'm the Senior Project Manager and I'm responsible for managing um, a portfolio of projects across the 248 stations across Wales and Borders, um, predominantly looking at station improvements um, throughout the throughout the region. Um, so my, my job is to manage the programme, manage the budget and ensure we deliver, you know, the best for passengers. Good. And yourself, Luke? Yeah, thanks, James. So I'm a project manager within the station improvements uh, team. Recently been there for nearly a year now. Um, currently looking at a couple of projects. So that's the station improvement projects for our high priority stations. So we call that the batch one and it covers Chester, Flint and Runcorn East. And we're looking to upgrade the primary customer facilities at that station. I'm also looking at the enrolment of the automated defibrillators that we have been installed across our network. Alongside that, we uh, also manage the revisions of the station toolkit, which uh, hopefully we'll get to talk about in a bit more detail. Yeah, we've got a few topics there we can talk about, Luke. But before we start, the station improvement program, I can remember when we launched it back, at uh, we did a launch event at Swansea Station back at the start of 2020, Catherine. Obviously, that's nearly two and a half years ago now. You know, Tell us a little bit, what is the station improvement program? So the station improvement program um, is created by various different work streams um, throughout throughout the station. So typical things that we look at, um, sort of branding and signage, station facilities, improving station facilities, telecom, CCTV, customer information screens, PA, um, looking at sort of staff facilities, sustainability, we've got a work stream on sustainability, um, car park and active travel, um, accessibility, and we've got some rolling stock works as well. Um, so a whole range of sort of work streams that fit under the portfolio of the station projects. So, so there's a range of different improvements going on at all all the different stations that we've got on the network? Yes, all the different stations. So over the coming years, um, the plan will be to sort of visit all of the stations um, over the next sort of five, four to five years, um, predominantly looking mainly at the station facilities, so looking at the signage, the branding, you know, improving waiting shelters, um, sort of cycle cycle facilities, etc. So, so yeah, a whole range of things going on. And what are the key ones we've sort of been working on in the last two years? What are the sort of the key milestones? So the the launch of Swansea, as you mentioned, um, was was held because Swansea was one of the first stations out of the year two that we we called the year two stations. Um, so that was made up of Swansea, Bridgend, um, W Junction, McCandless, and Wrexham. And the idea being that we sort of done the launch and we split the sort of the improvements geographically. So each part of Wales at that point um, had improvements delivered in the first sort of twelve to eighteen months of that program being launched. Um, so Swansea yeah. was really successful. Swansea was probably the, the largest one 
out of that that sort of work stream um and you know the improvements there have been really really good the new branding tfw branding and um, customer information screens are a lot more sort of clear you know providing a lot more um information content to the passengers um and just just the whole sort of makeover of the station you know has, has been really really positive with customers and and staff alike yeah, I was just going to say as well, I think even the team did a really good work, a lot of work at Swansea as well. And you'll often find now as we're starting to progress this station improvement works at other stations, you find Swansea is now the benchmark. You constantly mm. get referring back to Swansea. Oh, can we have the screens that we've done at Swansea? Can we have the signage and branding? So I think it just goes to show that the good job the team have done and the the way that we're moving forward now of trying to achieve that that new standard specification of consistent um, equipment, facilities at the station, which both our customers and staff will, will shouldn't benefit from. And I think we, we touched upon the new screens. I know we've had a, a lot of decent press about the new screens. So so what is different about these new screens that we've um, that we've recently launched? So in, in terms of the actual screens, the, the hardware themselves are exactly the same. It's the information content that's presented. Um, we've done quite a lot of work with the accessibility panel um, and also in liaison with Netric Rail um, to get a more modern sort of, you know, the visual sort of a contrast, um, so visually impaired passengers is a lot clearer. So the old screens mm. you may recall are a lot sort of amber text, um, yeah. dot matrix in style. These are more sort of cleaner, crisper sort of LED screens. Um, the the white contrast um, sort of scripting is a lot clearer to passengers. And also for like the summary of departure screens, we've introduced a color coding. So if a train is cancelled, it'll show us red. If a train is sort of running slightly delayed, it'll show us amber. And then green will always show that the trains are running on time. Um, Another sort of functionality of that is that we've got the ability now to do passenger loading. So we can sort of, you know, include on the screen where potentially the first class coaches or where the bicycle compartment is, et cetera. So it gives people at the station a lot better information on where to place themselves on the platform um, before the train sort of arrives at that station. Yeah, so Luke, I know we're going to talk a little bit about the toolkit as well. So when we when we implement the our station improvement program, it's about and I think you touched upon it about making all our stations look and feel the same for our customers. So and a part of that is is this toolkit that we use when we go and do the do the infrastructure work in the station. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? That's right. Yeah. So the, the toolkit is is an essential tool that we use um, throughout throughout the business, and it sets out clear standard specifications and our brand uh, and vision for when we're delivering works at the station. So it's quite specific to how projects are delivered, but also it can be used by other functions and stakeholders in the business if they're looking to upgrade some signage or place new benches and furniture within the station. It just allows for that consistent feel as you go to a TFW station so the customer can automatically know straight away, well, yeah, I'm at a Transport for Wales station, the brand is clear, the facilities are the same, no no different to as you go into Tesco straight away as you look at the floor, you know you're in Tesco, it's it's the same yeah. flooring throughout. Have we, has that been rolled out across all our stations now? Have we done work across all our stations? Or is there some stations that we're still waiting to to change? Yes, yeah, so I believe the majority of our stations now have under, undertaken some sort of um, improvement works looking at changing the brand and signage to the Transport for Wales um, 
logos uh, yeah. and moving away from what we had previously. Um, but certainly is the case now that this is kind of like our Bible. So any improvement works, the toolkit is the, is the go-to document. Great, again. So, and uh, th- does this work extend into the work we're going to be doing on, on the CVL? Yeah, so the, the core value line improvement works um, will align to the toolkit um, in essence, but there is a section of the toolkit which will be specific to the Metro branding. So we have a slightly separate uh, branding specifications that we'll be using on the on the Metro, so the, the core valley lines, which would be more aligned to the, the infrastructure that we've got on, on the valleys. Um, that is built into the toolkit, and there'll also be supporting documents to go in, coincide with that, mainly for uh, the project teams and our designers that we use to um, design this work. So, so we've we've delivered um, the first sort of two and a half years of the works we've done up until now. You know, what can customers expect to see in the next sort of phase of work to the stations? So we've we've only really started on station facilities because that's like one work stream and uh, the portfolio. So aside from that, we're doing like the sustainability, which will you know deliver improvements to stations. But that'll be more sort of active travel, water refills, of stations, LED lighting, you know that that sort of stuff. Um, so the station facility sort of project will be uh, you know over the next six, seven, eight years for us to get around all of the 248 stations that, that we have um, across Wales and the borders. Um, so it's a huge and it's a long, you know, programme. Um, we'd like to to get to every station sooner, um, you know, but with with time and um, design and, and implementation, you know, it needs to be a sort of rolling programme over the next sort of six to eight years, really. Yeah, so it's, it's great to hear about all this different work that's going on in the stations, to rebrand them, to improve them, to improve them for customers, um, to, to give them, to give them a, a sense of feel that they're on a TFW station when they're there. But another key important part of the project is obviously the, D, the DFIBs we've been installing in, in the stations across the network as well. Luke, I know you've been leading on that project. Do you want to just talk us through what we've been doing in that space? That's it, James. Yeah, we've, we've got a really good project here where, where we're not only looking at improving facilities at the station customer we're actually looking to provide life-saving equipment and uh, we know in 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 the recent year how important defibrillators have been um, especially in large sporting events and it's highlighted the importance of having these defibrillators across the network and making sure they are accessible so here at tfw we are installing over 200 defibrillators across our stations we're primarily looking to install these defibrillators at station entrances where they're accessible both for customer staff and the communities where they're clearly visible and ensuring that they are emergency ready um, 24-7 so that first responders, whether you're a first responder or you're part of the ambulance service, NHS, you are able to get a defibrillator hopefully within within the required time that you you need to get to that um, that person suffering a cardiac arrest. That's a really great project and it's going to have, you know, a big impact on communities and, and for the, the communities we serve. But we, we are, we're having a problem at the moment with, with vandalism, sadly. Yeah, unfortunately, it's very disappointing, if I'm honest. We've, we've installed 67 defibrillators in our phase one, which is quite a significant delivery already. And unfortunately... 14 defibrillators have been subject to some sort of criminal damage, whether they've been burnt, stolen, the cabinets have been ripped apart. Um, again, yeah, just I, I think there's a there's a whole piece around awareness and perhaps um, 
people understanding the importance of these defibrillators um, and the purpose they serve. But yeah, it's incredibly disappointing to, to see this across the network at the moment. Yeah, I, th- I think it, it must be disheartening as well, Catherine. You're doing all this work at stations. You put in, you put in these in to help communities, and and this is this is what happens. Yeah, absolutely. And and a lot of time and effort, you know, is invested into the the design before we even get to site. So in terms of the the projects, a lot of the the sort of behind the scenes work takes the longest. Um, and there's a lot yeah. of things that we need to do to get us to the point of being able to install that defib at the station um, and like you said you know they, they life-saving equipment and it, it is really sort of um, it does hit you morally um, and, and it is quite mm. demoralizing for the team to put so much effort and energy into doing the right thing providing mm. facilities for passengers um, and could make a, a difference you know um, in terms of an, an individual um, and then to see this sort of criminal sort of you know activity going on at certain stations so yeah it is it is disappointing but again i think it's something that we need to sort of manage going forward you know raise awareness on the importance mm. of this this equipment at the stations yeah and for me it's, it's sending out a clear message to the, the the people who are doing this to the the defibrillators that they, they, they them they, them defibs could save their lives they could save their family lives they could save their friends life um so it, it's absolutely atrocious that they've, they're turning on vandalism to them it's um it's, it's it's awful really and i know we've we've recently taken uh taken part in a campaign with with cardiff city football club to try and highlight that this vandalism is going on and to highlight the fact that it's um you know that, that, that if there are youngsters involved that it's not the right thing to do that's right yeah i think the the team behind the scenes here have worked with Cardiff City to produce um, really good content, creating awareness both for the importance of defibrillators and also pushing a really positive, um, well, a really strong message around what the what the implications could be should you court um, undertaking damage to a defibrillator because it is a criminal act. And um, yeah. we've got some really good colleagues as well within British Transport Police um who are supporting us at the moment they are doing regular patrols at stations where we are seeing the higher um anti-social behavior uh, and they're also you know carrying out the investigations where we do have cctv or perhaps some sort of evidence to kind of i wouldn't say put a stop to this because i feel like it's something that does discontinue and continue and continue but mm. put in mitigation how we can plan better to actually make a more of a positive impact to hopefully reduce the risk of further vandalism. Vandalism, yeah, totally agree. Yeah, so so we talked about defibs. Um, we we talked about the work we do in the station improvement. I, I suppose to finish off, you know, why are we doing all this work? If you had to, if you had to explain to someone in that chat, I'll ask you first, Catherine. All the station improvement work and putting in defibs improve. You know, what, if you had to say something, why are we doing it? Why is it important? I think it's important to um, increase the, the passenger experience at our stations. You know, we're, we're working hard to to deliver those improvements. Um, we want the, the best passenger experience for, for our passengers on the train. Um, we want to increase, you know, security, safety, you know, by sort of introducing CCTV, LED lighting, um, yeah. you know, wayfinding around the station. Um, it's all to, to give that better passenger experience i think is is in in a nutshell i think is is what we're trying to do and and what we'll continue to do anything you want to add luke yeah definitely um i yeah i just think the way that we are moving forward uh, as a as a company and what we're trying to achieve is that 
we are giving back to the community. We want to be felt as that our stations are a central hub. It's where people can come and feel safe. It's a safe space for them. But not only that, you'll see at our stations now that, you know, it's not just a platform where the train is stopping and you're jumping on. There are facilities there. There are waiting rooms. There are nice toilet and showers which are going to be implemented. We are contributing to sustainability and we've got cycle facilities and so forth. We are just trying to improve that overall experience for our customers, but also our staff as well. They will benefit from this. I think it just adds to the what we're trying to achieve. And hopefully over the next five to six years, you'll start to see more of that improvement enrolled across the, the network. Yeah, and I think I think the, you know, the cycling facilities, that's a key part of our, our plans at TFW to become multimodal uh, and, and to encourage active travel. So, you know, that's something that, that when our other plans around active travel to improve active travel routes, we'll, we'll all sort of join together and um, hopefully we'll see more people using active travel and using, using bikes to get to train stations. Definitely. Well, thanks both. Thanks, thanks for both coming on and signing on online. As it's been great to catch up. Hopefully, we can get you back on, perhaps in the near future, to tell us where we are. Move forward to some of the other projects. Thank you. Thanks, James. Thanks, Officer. Thanks for listening today. If you've got any questions and anything we've discussed, please contact us on social media using the hashtag #TFWPod.